Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Everybody, welcome into episode number 457 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's KB coming at you solo, dolo, Sunday night into Monday morning type of show for you. Uh, we got a lot to dive into from the Phils, the Union, the Eagles, and all that good stuff. Plus, uh, you know, a little, little across the pond soccer talk with Brendan Aronson. Little PLL action now that the playoffs are here. You guys should go to the championship game in Philly, September 18th. Be there. Um, just a, a fun show coming up. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe. To the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews on Apple, on Spotify. It goes a long way, helps more people find the program, and it just helps the show grow. Gets more people involved in the underground, and that's what we want. We want this place to be just the go-to spot for Philadelphia sports news, information, and everything in between. Uh, so go check it out uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And, of course, if you want to watch us, you can check us out on YouTube. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube. We're on that road to 1K, and uh, we need your help. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, it goes a, a long, long way. Just click the subscribe button, smash it, smash the like button, ring the bell icon so you don't miss a single second of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia shows. Uh, because as you guys are watching this, this week, the week of August 22nd, 2022, the Dan Russo Show will officially be on YouTube for the very first time. Season 5 is coming to YouTube with the Dan Russo Show, the exclusive Vineland High School football podcast coaches show that I host with head coach of Vineland High School football, Dan Russo. Uh, first game is this week. I'll be in the booth this week, so you're not going to want to miss that at all whatsoever. Uh, so go subscribe to the YouTube channel, smash the like button, ring the bell icon, comment down below how you're feeling about the Phils, the Union, the Eagles. If you're a Vineland High School football fan and you're new to the channel, welcome. Give me your predictions. Give me your thoughts on the upcoming Vineland High School football season as well. And, uh, of course, big thank you to our sponsors. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com. It's still summertime. I don't want to hear any of the nonsense that fall is around the corner, that, you know, summer's over. No, summer's not over. Go get your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, your prescription lenses, and everything in between at TomahawkShades.com. And when you go to check out, use code USP for 25% off your order 
at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer, it's the summer of Kenny. It's going to be the football season of Kenny because anytime Kenneth Gainwell scores a touchdown, you should be cracking open an ice-cold Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Plus, the boys, the homies, the peeps over at Bino. Go to BinoBoard.com, guys. Bino is the next big tabletop game for your man cave, your she shed, your tailgates this fall. It's it's the go-to game. Uh, think paper football meets foosball, and you've got Bino. You guys can go to BinoBoard.com and use code BINOUSP to get 10% off your order, including the brand-new limited edition Gila Monster Board, the Ultraviolet Board, the Team USA Board, Team USA and Team Mexico merch, all that good stuff, and more at to- at uh, BinoBoard.com. Co- use code BINOUSP at checkout, and you will be the best goddamn tailgate host for having a Bino board set up at your tailgates this fall. Let's get into it. The Phils obviously uh, squander away a very important weekend series with the New York Mets. They lose three out of four to the Mets. Uh, of course, the one game they win is against Bailey Fal- is with Bailey Falter on the mound because that's baseball, baby. Um, they they lose three out of four. Everyone thinks the sky is falling. Mets fans, Mets fans are real cute. You know that Mets fans are super cute. I, I, I think Mets fans are adorable because even when their team wins, when their team wins, they're still so preoccupied with going into any tweet that involves the Philadelphia Phillies and going and responding to them, going and quote tweeting them, interacting with them. And whatever helps you sleep better at night, great, but you might need to find a new hobby because Mets fans are are just the weirdest bunch of people. Like, they will go and find old-ass tweets about the Phillies and just comment under them. It's really weird. Like, I understand we ruined your lives back in 2007, 2008. uh, You know, team to beat NL East. uh, Never forget it. You know, seven seven games up with 17 to play. How'd that turn out for you? I know math is hard for Mets fans. Um, But my God, like, do the Phillies live that rent-free? in the Mets' heads, that even when the Mets win, they still got to bring up the Phillies. It's a wild concept to me. Like, yes, was I bummed that the Phillies lost three out of four? Was I bummed the way that they lost this last game on Sunday? Absolutely. I was bummed. I was pissed off. But I got over it. It's, it's done. You know, the vibes are fine. It's a long season. It's still a month and a half, two months pretty much, if you count the, the one week in October month and a half left of baseball still to be played and the Phillies have a relatively easy schedule the rest of the way we were never in the running for the division so I've never been worried about the division Mets fans should be worrying about the Braves who are hot on their asses and they should be lucky that they won three out of four this weekend because the Braves are just as hot I just don't understand why Mets fans are so caught up by the Phillies it's wild to me like y'all okay are, are, are y'all okay? I'm just making sure that you guys out there that are Mets fans are okay. And I, I tweeted, you know, I'm playing the numbers game here. I hope the Braves win the division because I don't want to see the Mets in the playoffs. That's a team that's proven that they've been able to handle the Phillies this year. And the Phillies have not been able to handle their business against the Mets whatsoever. 
but the Phillies have been able to go toe-to-toe with the Braves on multiple occasions, making it to where me as a Phillies fan, going back to the postseason more than likely, for the very first time since 2011 this year, I would rather play an opponent like the Atlanta Braves because I know the Phillies have a better chance of advancing against them. It's playing the numbers game. Duh. Why would I want a chance playing the Mets and losing in the first round? That's just silly. I would rather play the Braves in round one and have an opportunity to advance in the wild card round, and hopefully the Dodgers just take care of business to the Mets because I personally would not be able to live with myself if the Mets were back in the World Series, let alone trying to win a World Series. That would just be my own personal little pocket of hell, and I wouldn't be able to survive. So take that for what you will. Um... The Phillies lose three out of four, though, and it's fine. You're done with the Mets for the rest of the year, and your next ten games, Phillies, are against the Reds for four, the Pirates for three, the Diamondbacks for three, the Giants for three. And then after that, you have the Marlins for three, and the Nationals for three, and then the Marlins for three, before you play another team that's over 500. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week, and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if the Giants are over 500 as I record this off the top of my head, but the last time I looked, I don't think they were. I'll pull it up right now, but the Phillies need to win like nine out of their next 10 against those type of opponents. Like you can't go in. Yeah. The giants are below 500 by one game right now. And the Phillies are now the third wild card behind the Padres by a half game. It's fine. We're still in the wild card, but the Phillies need to handle their business against these bum ass teams, not lose like they did in that last game against the Reds. One, nothing. Um, it gets even harder because Corey Kniebel's out for the year now with the shoulder injury. Sir Anthony Dominguez placed on the injured list today as well, uh, kind of as a precautionary thing. Best part is Bryce is on his way back soon. That first week of September is rolling around real quick, and Bryce should be coming back soon, which is going to help this lineup exponentially um, to kind of get Matt Veerling out of you know, the outfield on a consistent basis. Yes, he's a good player, but he's been overexposed to the nines having to play every day as much as he has. Um, you know, it was, it was a tough series. Great game for Alec Bohm, two homers, uh, two, three run homers. That's the thing too. The Phillies need to start capitalizing with runners on base. Like the amount of stranded runners they have had over the last month, just as a baseline test is exorbitant it's ridiculous you need to drive in runners when you get them on base and they're just not doing it um at a rate that they should be with the power that's in this lineup with the hitting ability that's in this lineup they need to start driving runners in um if they want to you know have a successful postseason and 
Yes. Does it suck losing to the Mets? Absolutely. Does it suck seeing fucking loser ass Mets fans come into Citizens Bank Park and try to treat this like their own stadium? Yes. It's fucking annoying. It drives me nuts. I fucking hate it. I hate Mets fans with a passion. They're big time losers. There's nothing else to say about them. They're absolute losers. You know, they jumped on the bandwagon of, of a team that came in late in the 60s because they didn't want to root for the Yankees. That's what it is. You you hated the Yankees so much and hated Yankees fans growing up that when the Mets rolled around, you were like, oh, I'm going to jump on board with this other New York team uh, to prove that I'm not a bandwagon rider when, in fact, that team has just not been good since they they have come around. Like we say all the time on the show, they are the cicadas. They have these years where they come around, make noise, and then when the season the seasons change a little bit, they go away for another 19 years. This is a cicada year for the Mets. You know, the cicadas are here, and we've just had to deal with it all summer. But don't worry. They'll be going away once they play some real competition. Um, I'm not really overly concerned with this series. Is it alarming in some senses? Sure. But overall, it's 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 still plenty of time left in the season. Um, still a lot of games against a lot of bad teams. So I'm not going to overreact to this game in particular, this series in particular, other than the fact that it just sucks. It sucks that we lost the way that we did, especially on Sunday. Uh, apparently this year in games against the Mets that Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola pitched in, the Phillies went 0-9. That sucks. They got to be better. Um, and that's the, just that, you know, hopefully the Phillies get a little bit healthier. Hopefully Sir Anthony is okay. And, uh, wishing all the best to Corey Knievel because it sucks that he's gone now. Um, but what are you going to do? That's, that's Philadelphia luck, baby. That's our luck is just, you know, bad things happening. Um, but the Phil's. Taking a look at the NL East run differential brought to you by our homies over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, rack up points on your fan profiles when you get props correct, and then cash those points in on your profile for prizes in the Pickup Marketplace. That's playpickup.com. The New York Mets leading the way at 79-44 and 44 in the NL East with a plus 126 run differential. The Atlanta Braves at 75 and 48, four games back of the Mets in the division at plus 117 in the run differential department. The Phillies at 66 and 55, still 11 games over 500, uh, 12 games back in the division, eight games back of the Braves. They are at a plus 65 run differential. The Miami Marlins at 52 and 69 are at a minus 65 run differential. And the stolen franchise, Washington Nationals, who will now finish below 500 officially at 41 and 82, have a negative 209 run differential. The Los Angeles Dodgers still leading the way in all of baseball with a plus 264 run differential. And it's just so frustrating looking at some of these divisions in baseball, in particular the Centrals, both NL and AL. Like the Phillies would be three games back of the Cardinals right now in that division. Um, but the Phillies would be leading the way in the AL Central. The best team right now is Cleveland at 64 and 56, and the Phillies are 66 and 55. Um, Phillies would be winning that division right now, so that's a bummer. Uh, and the Pittsburgh Pirates still 
the weirdest team in baseball. They're in last place in their division with a minus-174 run differential, but they are still not the worst team in baseball because the Nationals exist and the Detroit Tigers exist in terms of win-loss and the Oakland A's exist. So that's a bummer for, you know, if you guys know my prop bet that I placed earlier this year on the Pirates having the worst record in baseball. Don't know if it's going to happen. I should have took the Nationals just to be part of the the show vibes. I should have done that, but here we are uh, not doing that. And I'm going to look at Pickup's website, actually, for some fun props at the closing in on the NFL season beginning, um, which is very exciting. So we'll see what they have there for you guys to play at playpickup.com. Uh, let me log into my account because I might want to live place some props here. Um, let's see. Let's see. We got a lot of NFL over-unders on the front page. Um, whole lot of stuff here. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you already more of a term, know. I think that's how it always goes. Like, like 45 like, minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Soccer stuff as well, college football, um, whole lot of stuff pulling up on the pickup website. So go check that out at playpickup.com. Um, play those hot headlines, baby. There's a lot of them in there. There's a lot of them in there, including the season-long NL East run differential prop. So go check that out at playpickup.com. Philadelphia Union, though, you want to talk about a team that's thriving. Um, the Union are doing their damn thing. They continue to dominate uh, the city uh, of D.C., or the D.C. area, the the province, the whatever you want to call it, the district. They beat the D.C. United Soccer Club uh, 6-0 in full time on Saturday. Uh, Uray scores, Gazdag scores. Corey Burke scores in the 79th minute, but Julian Carranza is the owner of DC United. My man scored three goals in this game alone. He dominated them earlier in the season when the Union won 7-0. The Union just owned DC United, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see as DC is in last place 
in the Eastern Conference. The Union still top of the table, making a, a nice little distance between themselves, Montreal, New York, uh, New York City, and the New York Red Bulls. Uh, the Union now with 51 points on the season. They're 14-4 and four with nine draws, and they're six points behind LAFC in terms of supporter shield situations. That would be nice if they could get that uh, supporter shield. Don't know if it's going to happen, but the Union play again on Saturday at home against Colorado. Uh, then they are home against Atlanta United on Wednesday, August 31st. On the road, Saturday, September 3rd, against the New York Red Bulls. They play at Orlando City. Or I'm sorry, they're home against Orlando City on September 10th. Then they are at Atlanta United on September 17th. Home against uh, Pachuca on September 25th. On the road against Charlotte on October 1st. And then home against Toronto to wrap up the regular season. I wonder what LA's... Uh, schedule looks like the rest of the way. LA plays Austin on Friday, Houston on Wednesday, Real Salt Lake on Sunday, September 4th, FC Dallas on the 10th, Minnesota on the 13th, Houston on the 18th, Portland on October 2nd, and Nashville to wrap up their season. Uh, so Houston, Austin, Salt Lake, Dallas, Minnesota, Portland, Nashville. Let's see. Austin, Dallas, Minnesota, Real Salt Lake, Nashville. All of those teams except for Portland and Houston uh, that L.A. play are in the top six of the table in the Western Conference. So a lot of difficult games there for uh, LAFC. The Union, their matches, like I said, Colorado, Atlanta, Twice, New York Red Bulls, Orlando City, Charlotte, and Toronto. Atlanta United's second to last. They get them twice. Uh, Toronto towards the bottom of the table. Charlotte in 10th place. Uh, Orlando's in 5th place. And the New York Red Bulls are in 4th place in the East. So, a bit of an easier schedule in terms of just opponents for the Union. So, I mean, there is a logistical shot that, you know, if LAFC slip up a bit against some of those top table teams the rest of the way, the Union could end up winning the Supporter Shield. Like, it's still not out of the question. They're not that far back. They're only six points behind LAFC, 57-51. to 51. This feels like an incredible year for the Union. Like, the vibes are great. Jim Curtin is the fucking man. I absolutely love him as a coach. Uh, Carranza slowly becoming one of my favorite players. Uh, right now, one of my hashtag guys is Jack McGlynn uh, as well. As where's my boy? Where's my boy? I mean, Bedoya is everybody's boy. We'd love to have Alejandro Bedoya on this team. Paxton Aronson is a stud, and of course, uh, the brick wall himself, Andre Blake. But is it Jack McGlynn that I am a, a stan of? I don't know. I mean, I love Jack. McGlynn. Oh no, Jack Elliott. I'm sorry, defender Jack Elliott. He's my guy. That's my boy. I'm a huge Jack Elliott stan. He's a fucking stud. Love this dude. I love this dude. He plays with grit. He's awesome. He he just makes me giddy. Whenever I see him in that union kit, I I love Jack. I, I just love him. He's he's the man. Big fan. Um so yeah, the union continue to do their thing, which is very, very exciting. I want them to just thrive because this city deserves them to thrive. 
I'll be at their stadium September 18th for the PLL championship game, which you guys should be at. This is not an ad. I'll be there. DJ will be there. I'm trying to get as many of our people out there to be there for the championship game because it's going to be absolutely electric. The PLL uh, playoffs are set uh, as of tonight on Sunday as I record this. The final games were played out in Seattle. And the schedule for the postseason is set, obviously, in Boston for week one. uh, And then D.C. for week two. And then Philadelphia for the championship game. Uh, DJ and I will be in Boston. You got Chrome Chaos, Archers Redwoods, Atlas Water Dogs. Those are the six teams playing in the quarterfinals. The Whip Snakes get an automatic buy for being the one seed. The Cannons are eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, Philly ties across the board with a lot of these teams. Chaos, you've got Blaze Reardon who plays for the Philadelphia Wings. He is the goalie for Chaos. Archers, you got Matt Moore, Chris Bates, Grant Ament, uh, Tony Resch, ton of Philadelphia connections on the Archers. Ryan Ambler as well. The Redwoods, you got Chris Collins with Philadelphia ties. Uh, Atlas, you have Trevor Baptiste on that squad. The Water Dogs have Philly ties, I believe, as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, kind of blanking if they actually do. Oh, yeah, duh. Michael Sowers, the boy, uh, is from Philly as well. And then the Whips, you got Matt Rambo. Uh, in the cut from Philadelphia as well in this playoff uh, bracket here. So a lot of Philly ties, a lot of Philly people to root for in the PLL uh, going into the postseason. It's going to be a lot of fun. Excited to uh, get on the road once again. It's been since late July since I've been on the road. And we're shipping back up to Boston in just a couple weeks. Philadelphia Eagles, they take care of business against the Browns. In the preseason, nobody starter-wise was playing. Boston Scott looked great. Cam Jurgens looked great from the, the little highlight clips that were popping across my timeline. Um, there was somebody that I tweeted about, and I want to get it right because I was pretty impressed, and I hope he makes the team uh, for the Birds. Deion Kane. Deion Kane um, made an impeccable catch in this game that I was very, very impressed by. Um, I think he deserves to make this Eagles team over Jalen Rager. Um, Deion Kane looks like a player, and I think he's somebody that Jalen Hurts could utilize a ton in this offense along with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Um, you know, I think he's a he's a dude. And uh, I hope he makes this squad. Um, you know, you guys know me. I don't put a ton of stock in the preseason whatsoever. It doesn't really do much for me. Um, but, you know, when you see the fun highlights and stuff, Kenny Gainwell doing the damn thing, scoring for this team as well. Uh, crack open a can. I wonder if we can work something out, do some sort of fun stuff with Kenwood Beer this football season when Kenny Gainwell scores. That'd be a lot of fun. Or set some milestone stuff to do with Kenwood when Kenny Gainwell reaches certain accolades. Because I feel like he's going to be a big part of this offense. Um, had another fun episode of Eagles Enemies drop this week uh, with my man Noah Weisskopf. 
um, covering the Browns. He's one of the next big NFL people. If you guys are not following him at Browns with Noah, even if you're not a Browns fan, you should just be following him because the way that kid, he's 19 years old, and the way he's covering the NFL is absolutely impressive. Um, so go follow my man Noah. We're going to have a new episode of Eagles Enemies out this week as well to break down the final preseason matchup with the Dolphins. When is that game, actually, as I open my Eagles app? I'm not 100% sure when they play the Dolphins. Saturday. Okay. So I got a little bit of time to get our guest situation going. But Eagles-Dolphins, Eagles enemies will drop later this week. The Dan Russo Show is back for Season 5. Very excited to have uh, our partnership with Vineland High School Football extend to year number 5. Um, I've been at both, uh, scrimmages that Violent has had team looks awesome. There's a lot of fun aspects about this team this year that has me really excited. Obviously, um, I'll be back in the booth this year as well. Call on the games, uh, every single game day, mostly Fridays. I won't be at the Saturday game cause I'll be officiating my best friend's wedding. Shout out to Liz and Anthony. Um, but a lot of exciting players, a lot of exciting changes for this team that I think have been needed. Uh, not that there was anything wrong with previous coaches or anything. I just think some fresh air in the coaching room is, is going to do wonders for this team. And I'm excited to get back in the booth. Crazy to think Vineland football kicks off this coming Friday uh, for game one. And then they have two games before school starts. It's a lot of, a lot of football on the way uh, with underground sports, Philadelphia, but I'm excited to, uh, have Dan, the Dan Russo show coming to our YouTube channel. Going to have very uh, a very new take on the show in terms of just, you know, how we run it, the flow of it. Obviously, we're going to continue with our alumni roundup segment, uh, especially with Isaiah Pacheco doing everything that he's doing with the Chiefs. Jamil Demby, a free agent right now. If he wants to come home, come on over to the Eagles, baby. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff to, to touch on with the alumni, with the current team, and just the state of Violent High School football. A lot of fun stuff coming with that, and uh, I'm excited to, to get that show back up and running. Football season's always a, a wild time here. It's our busiest season because it overlaps with lacrosse as well. Um, and now along with you know soccer season for top bins, along with uh, TV shows and movies with streamer season, getting the whole wrapping up with the golf playoffs. Like We got, we got tons of content going on right now um and if you or somebody you know is looking for a fall internship or looking to get into the sports media game we are always looking for you know uh you know new people to bring in we're looking a lot more on the back end of things social media wise content uh you know pushing wise business wise a whole lot of stuff or if you or somebody you know is looking to uh, promote a business or, or service or something like that we are looking for sponsors as well here at underground sports philadelphia as we get set to uh prepare for you know final quarter of 2022 and go into 2023 with a bang so uh email us at underground sports phi at gmail.com if that is something that uh interests you or somebody you know um but yeah, we got a lot of positive things Philadelphia-wise. Don't freak out about the Phils. The Eagles, you know, preseason is almost over. Uh, we got Philadelphia lacrosse players doing the damn thing in the PLL. And the Philadelphia Union are on their way to uh, another deep playoff run. I can feel it. I'm excited. And I really, I really, really mean it. I want to get to a Union game before this regular season ends. 
because I've never been and I want to go sit in the stands with the sons of Ben and do the damn thing and enjoy Philadelphia Union soccer. Shout out to Brendan Aronson, first goal in the Premier League. Uh, fantastic quote, just saying that it would, you know, this proves that Americans can play football too. Uh, I'm sure the boys, Matt and Dom, will be talking about it on top bins later this week. Um, but yeah, don't freak out about the Phils. You should be positive about the Phils because they had two fantastic starts from the young prospects, Mick Abel, Andrew Painter, doing the damn thing down at AA in their first couple of starts. Um, I'm going to pull up their stats here. Let's see. Redding. Fightins. Andrew Painter tonight uh, on Sunday. Absolutely incredible stuff from the newly uh, promoted double-A boy. Andy Painter in his debut. Six innings pitch. Three hits. No earned runs. No walks. Eight strikeouts for Andrew Painter. And then Mick Abel last night. Uh, was absolutely electric as well as I pull it up here with his stats. Mick Abel. This one's too load. No stats. No low stats from Mick Abel. Redding Fightins. I guess not. I wonder if it's on the website. Let's see. Redding. Redding Phillies. I'm going to pull up their website here. Weirder things. What an incredible jersey. Holy moly, Hachi Machi. Team stats. Individual stats. Pulling it up now. Let's see if this one's to actually load. Actually, let's just go to the roster. It might be quicker. Man, their website is very, very slow. Here we go. Pitching. Come on. I just want to let the people know how Mick Abel pitched Redding Phils. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me. Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Come on. You can do it. Also, while I wait, the Phillies announced tonight as well from Rob Manfred that the Phillies and Nationals will play in the Little League Classic next year at Williamsport, which is very exciting. Um, 
So they'll play in Williamsport for the Little League Classic against a stolen franchise, no less. Um, dude, the Phillies, Redding, Redding Phillies website is so slow. Okay, they're just not going to post stats, so we're just going to search Mick Abel. Should have done that from the jump. The newly turned 21-year-old. Uh, let's see. Mick Abel. Redding. Went six innings. Gave up only two earned runs. One walk. Eight strikeouts. Great stuff from Mick. Great stuff from Mick Abel. So Mick Abel, Andrew Painter... Looking good at the double A level. Before you know it, they're going to be up here at the big leagues doing the damn thing. But if you're in the Reading area, I highly suggest going and seeing the boys pitch in Baseball Town, USA. Um, because they're going to be electric Phillies for the next decade and a half. And I'm excited that they are a part of this organization. That's all I got for you guys tonight. Make sure you're following us on the socials. At Underground PHI on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Um, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. It really does go a long way. Helps the show grow. Helps more people get ears and eyeballs on the show. Uh, so subscribe on Apple, on Spotify, and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Subscribe. We're on that road to 1K. We need your help. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Click the bell icon. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below with your thoughts on the Phils, the Eagles, the Union, uh, anything else in between. Let us know, uh, but subscribe, 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 subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube, and our channel will pop right on up. You get full video episodes of every single Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast uh, pretty much seven days a week now, the way things are rolling. Um, pretty damn close, especially during football season. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Big thank you to our sponsors. Who make this show happen? Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, Tomahawk Shades, Pickup, Kenwood Beer, and Bino. All of their information and our promo codes and everything are linked in the show notes on audio and in the description on YouTube. This has been episode number 457 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. And until Wednesday night when Matt is sitting right next to me and we're breaking down more fills, more union, more eagles, and potentially more sixers, we're getting the heck out of here. Peace. Peace.